Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Pastor Artur Pawlowski has been jailed and arrested. Why? Because he held a church service on Sunday morning? This is what's happening in Canada. We are privileged to have Pastor Arthur right here in the studio today. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we like to do three things. We report the news, we discern the spirits, and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. On today's show, we have a celebrity interview with a man who is a national hero in Canada, but also in America. Uh, and he is now visiting us from Calgary, Alberta, Canada, where he pastors a church, Pastor Artur Pawlowski. Am I saying your name correctly? Give us the, the, the traditional Polish pronunciation. Artur Pawlowski. So when you were describing me, I'm thinking to myself, who is he talking about? <laughs> you know, uh, everything I do, I do it for the glory of God. Yes. And what I did, people ask me, you know, you feel like a hero. And I say, no, I just do what I believe every shepherd is supposed to be doing. You know, fending off the hyenas, the wolves, and <clears throat> defending the flock that God has given it to me under my, my protection. And everyone should be doing. So a, a lot of our audience may not have, have seen, but you are all over the internet for like three months now, because in Canada with COVID restrictions, they were locking down churches and they were putting pastors in jail. We interviewed the lawyers for Pastor James Coates, also of your province, Alberta. And you became famous because you confronted the police and you said to the Alberta police, you are Nazis, you, you, are, you will not, stop us from worshiping on Sunday and worshiping Jesus Christ. Uh, did I get the story right? What happened? Yeah, this is uh, ongoing harassment and intimidation since March of 2020. So this was not just the first visit. We have been hunted down, literally hunted down by the government for over a year. So when they showed up after many months of intimidation, many tickets, many harassments, videotaping us, harassing our volunteers, harassing our parishioners, when they showed up during the Easter weekend as you know is the holiest time of the year for us christians during the passover celebration i just had one words for them just like moses said let my people go so they can worship me i said get out and i had to say it to them over 30 times yeah and eventually they left we're going to show a clip now to so people can understand the emotion of what you were feeling when you were ordering these police to get out of my church let's roll that clip so go go and don't come back without a warrant. Out, Nazi. Out. Out. You understand? Nazis are not welcome here. Out. And don't come back without a warrant. Do not come back without a warrant. You understand that? You're not welcome here. Nazis are not welcome here. Gestapo is not welcome here. Do not come back, you Nazi psychopaths. Passover the holiest Christian festival in a year. And they're coming to intimidate Christians during the holiest festival. Unbelievable. So the audience just felt a little bit of the emotion that you were feeling, but, but where did this passion come from? 
Well, I grew up behind the Iron Curtain, so I've seen the atrocities of the communists, but also I grew up in Poland. Poland is a very peculiar nation. We grew up in a country that was attacked by the Nazism in 1939. I've heard the stories from my grandparents, from the older generation, about what the Nazis did to my country, how they were murdering, slaughtering people. There was no law, there was no justice. Every year when I go to Poland, I, uh, I take my time to go to Auschwitz-Birkenau. It's the biggest concentration camp on earth. Where they and killed all those Jews, yeah. That's right, not just Jews, Polish people. And uh, why do I go over there? Because I wanna remind myself again and again and again, what happens when you don't put a check on those powers, those wannabe tyrants? Yeah. Because we have to understand from history that Adolf Hitler was democratically elected as a chancellor of Germany. We also have to understand that Adolf Hitler and what he did, the first victims of the Nazi party were the Germans. His own people were the victims. So what we're seeing right now is the Canadians are the first victims of wannabe tyrants. Americans are becoming the first victims of wannabe tyrants. Yeah. History is being repeated in front of our eyes. And because I studied history, I grew up in a very historic country. I've seen, I've heard the stories from my grandparents, from the older generation, and also I've seen with my own eyes the atrocities of the communists, the abuse of power, the wannabe uh, gangsters, the police officers beating people up, arresting for only listening to a European radio, five years jail time. Wow. How dare you yeah. listen to outside news? If you were caught with a pamphlet that was not approved by the communist Gestapo, then you could go to jail and of course you would be tortured first. So arrested. when you said when you said to the Alberta police, you are Nazis, you are Gestapo, you're actually referring to historical precedent that you've seen in your home country. Exactly, history is a beautiful thing because it teaches us what happened before and why, so we would not make the same mistakes. Yeah. And what I'm seeing right now, unfortunately, the Western civilization is making the same mistakes, and that's a sad thing because we have this famous saying, every year less we forget. I think people have forgotten what is going to happen when you, keep, when you allow the bully to keep bullying? Evil, what I know about evil is this, that evil never stops. Evil needs to be stopped. So what I did, I recognized this attack on our freedoms early on in March and in April, where yeah. I disagreed with the government that told me stop feeding the poor. You are not allowed to congregate. You're not allowed to uh, sing songs. You're not allowed to have a church. And I recognize the same tactics. And you have food programs for the poor, just like uh, people are allowed to go to the grocery store to get their food, but they cannot come to your church to get food. There's a double standard here. Of course, it's always the one law for me, one law for thee. I remember in December, the government, the federal, the provincial, and the municipal government, they all came on public and they said, we're canceling Christmas. We're canceling Christmas. If your brother comes to your house for coffee, we will arrest you. If you dare to have a family dinner, we will arrest you, we'll ticket you without mercy. And I got 29 tickets so far. So what I did, and off they went to Hawaii, Florida, Europe, you know, Barbados, Belize, those politicians gave themselves a hefty raise and they took off for holidays. While at the same time, they've told us, we are in this together, you're locked in your house like yeah. a prisoner, and off they took the planes. <clears throat> so what I did, I invited the whole neighborhood to come for the Christmas festival. I said to the politicians this, I'm canceling you 
you're useless, you're unessential, <laughs> and you cannot cancel God, you cannot yeah. cancel Christmas. So thousands of people showed up and saw also over 100 police officers, 52 police cars, 20 cops on bicycles. We were, we were videotaped, we were harassed, intimidated. I ended up with 11 COVID tickets. We gave away hundreds of gift bags to the homeless, AAA stakes. We had an amazing celebration, yeah. but also the Hummer came very hard on me. We need to take a short break, but when we come back, I'm gonna ask Pastor Artur how he was arrested and put in jail for his faith in Jesus Christ after this. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Today we are remembering to pray for the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. In fact, we have commemorated now a special coin to remember perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our generation. And here it is, limited supplies now of a special commemorative Donald J. Trump coin. It's golden, it says the word in God we trust right on the cover. It'll help you remember to pray for and remember the presidency of our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 exactly, this is while supplies last, uh, we're gonna send you that coin, but also included are two other products that we offer. You'll get a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, and a special DVD on how to be an effective Christian activist. We'll throw in both of these, plus the coin, for a suggested donation of exactly $45 to our ministry. And on top of that, we'll throw in this special window decal, I Pray for Religious Freedom, to help you remember to pray for America. Listen, uh, there are three ways that you can give. Right now, go to our website, which is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Right at the top, there's an online bookstore. And one of those items is the $45 suggested donation for all, all four items. Visit our online bookstore at PrayInJesusName.org. Or you can call us toll free. It's an easy phone call, 866-Obey-God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Tell the operator you want the special $45 offer and we'll send you all four items. Finally, you can text the word donate to 720-573-0305. Again, text the word donate 720-573-0305. Please help today. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps. Up in Canada, in Alberta, the province, there is uh, a, a premier, kind of like a governor, but it's over a, a province, and it is Jason Kinney. And he is now establishing uh, like dictatorial powers over churches, over citizens. This is not right. And Pastor Artur Pawlowski took a stand and continued to host worship services. Uh, Pastor, the, the three clips that I saw uh, and this is over the past couple of months now. There is one, you became very famous when you said, you are Nazis, we already showed that one. Then uh, like a, a couple of weeks later, they came back with papers, they wanted to serve you papers, and, and you again said, you are Nazis, and they went away. But then the third time, they came with handcuffs. And I, wanna, I want you to describe how you became aware that you were being arrested. Well, anti-terrorists came to our church, so SWAT team, uh, SWAT, SWAT team shows up in the church, and I was already officiating a church service, 
I would not be intimidated by those wannabe gangsters because that's what they are. They're not police officers anymore. They're gangsters working for the biggest mafia in Canada, the government that is completely breaking our laws and has a total disregard to our freedoms and the Constitution. Um, and that's a very uh, that's a very big thing that we have to remember. The Poland throughout the you know atrocities from the communists had a constitution. But the communists don't care about your rights. Right. They don't care about your constitution. From 1945 to 1989, where the co the communists collapsed, Poland was Polish people were protected by constitution, but no one upholded that constitution. Wow. So you Americans, if you think that you're protected because you got your constitution, listen to a man that grew up in a country that had a constitution, but people had no rights whatsoever. So someone yells at me and says, Gestapo is here. And I said, okay, I guess today is my day. I'm going to be dragged from the pulpit. Oh, no. And I really expected them to come in because that's <clears> what they wanted from yeah. the very beginning, just to walk in like the Nazi they are, the communists, a total disregard to our rights and freedoms, breaking all the criminal laws. We are protected under the section uh, 176, criminal code. They are not allowed to do that under the law, but they're doing it. And that's a scary, scary thing. But they left and someone says the Gestapo is gone. They opened the door because I watched the video after. They opened the door and they dropped something on the ground. And I thought, okay, they left. The, I'm not arrested. Praise God. I continued. I finished my sermon. People left home. I'm driving back with my friend that was a driver and then my brother sitting in the back. And behold, in the middle of a busy highway, and I said, uh-oh, I think they are stopping us. Yeah. And then officers came, one from the right, anti-terrorist group, and then one from the left, and uh, I was told that uh, I'm under arrest. And the bizarre thing about this was that I was under arrest for breaching a court order that I've never seen. They went to the judge, a secret meeting, secret court order that was never served, never given to me, and suddenly I'm charged with breaching that court order that was never served to me. They dropped it on the ground, and they've left, and wow. they consider this a served I document. See. My brother David was taken for the right, I guess. Uh, I don't know why they arrested my brother, just maybe to hurt me. So both of us, uh, they uh, took us to the ground, and uh, we were arrested in the middle of the highway. And I think I, we have some video footage of that. Let's go ahead and roll a clip of the pastor being arrested because it was caught on camera. So there you, you, they put the handcuffs on you, they took you away and you set, you spent three days and, and nights in jail it, or prison, you said it wasn't even a jail. Yeah, first, um, let me just address one thing first. When you hear me during the arrest, taser me, shoot me, uh, people don't understand, they don't know why I said that. The officer whispered to my ear and he says, I'm going to charge you with, with resisting arrest. Can you imagine, I'm on my knees yeah. with my hands behind my back they are the proper Nazis that they are, well-trained. And he says, I'm going to pin other stuff on you. Yeah. And then when they put me in a paddy wagon, my feet were not fitting inside this little, you know, space. My feet were sticking out and my hands were behind. I was thrown, you know, backwards on, on the ground. And the 
and the same officer says, we're going to charge him with assaulting a peace officer. Wow. You see, those people are evil. They're wicked people. They have absolutely total disregard to the law and order. Yeah. In a preamble to our Constitution, it says, Warriors Canada acknowledges the supremacy of God and the rule of law. Right. Now God is out and the rule of law is out. So we're taken to jail first, 30 hours on concrete, deprived of sleep, no pillows, no mattress, lights so bright that if you close your eyes, it was like sun shining. You couldn't sleep. And every half hour, officer would come, boom, banging on the door just to make sure. You can't sleep. You can't sleep. Sleep deprivation. Then we were, then we were taking, that's torture. It is. If you want to torture someone, you don't have to move a finger. I just went through survival training in the Air Force and they would put you in a little box and, and torture you with sleep deprivation. This is, it's, it's illegal. It's against the G Geneva yes. Convention, the yes. International Code. Yes, we were tortured 100%. I had, you can still see it. You see the line? Oh, yeah. You That's from the handcuffs a month ago. You have a scar on your wrist. I can see it. Yeah. You know, like, I was shocked because I have been arrested. That's not my first arrest for my horrible crimes of feeding the homeless and preaching the gospel. I was the first Canadian <laughs> uh, being arrested for publicly reading Bible in 2006. On I a sidewalk? Uh, in a park. Yeah. It's just to six, six of us, uh, no amplification, just reading a Bible. Just like the book, you thank you so much for, for giving me a gift. So I would read Psalms yeah. to six of us, and the police showed up, six. I was handcuffed, arrested, I faced one year, seven criminal charges. Thank wow. God we had the camera rolling because I would be still in jail. Let me ask though, um, and, and we'll get into more of what the Bible says about civil disobedience later on, but. But did you get to a point where you, you had to make a choice? I'm going to obey God or I'm going to obey man. I, I better obey God, so I must disobey man. That's always the choice. I mean, from the very beginning of Adam and Eve, they had the choice to obey God or the devil. Yeah. Today, we're facing the same choices. Actually, every single day, we are faced with those choices. And let me say something what apostles said in chapter 4, book of Acts, and chapter 5. We must obey God rather than man. We must. In other words, those heroes of faith, they say to us, you don't have a choice. If you're a true follower of Christ, if you're a true pastor, if you're a true shepherd of God, you don't have a choice. You're serving the King of Kings, not just some kind of a, a Fauci devil or Biden, you know, uh, liar. Right. You're not serving those wannabe tyrants. You're serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. Right? Your allegiance is to him. He is the <clears throat> giver of life. And let me say something else to we you. We need to take a short break, but, but I want to I wanna hear that thought right after this. Pastor Arthur is going to explain the gospel of Jesus Christ. Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News. Hello everyone, I'm Mike Lindell, and I wanna tell everyone to get behind Dr. Chaps' ministry here in his program, and you can do that by using, going to mypillow.com, using the promo code PRAYNEWS, and you're gonna save up to 66% on all my products. But more importantly, a lot of that money is gonna go back to support Dr. Chaps and this programming. And it's, uh, I just can't tell you enough, to get people to Jesus is so important. And to have ministries like this is, is that it's just absolutely amazing. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. 
That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow, and to thank you for your support, I'm gonna pass the savings directly on to you. For example, you get my six-piece towel sets, regular $109.99, now only $44.98, or my pillow dog beds for as low as $19.99 with your promo code. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit mypillow.com. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back, I'm Dr. Chaps, joined in studio by Pastor Artur Pawlowski, who was arrested for his faith, for simply leading a Sunday worship service in his church on private property on Sunday morning during Easter, and the police came knocking, and eventually they dragged him off in handcuffs. Pastor, you said you spent three days in prison, not just like a county jail, but this is with hardened criminals, and eventually they let you out. Why did they let you out, and what did your lawyers argue? Well, three days later, uh, we were deprived of sleep. Uh, we were thrown into a fish tank, that's how they call it, and then, of course, naked strip search, the whole nine yards, they wow. put chains on my legs, so you walk like a little duck. I mean, I was so dangerous, right? I, I, you know what's bizarre? They wanted to put the, a muzzle on my face, but I refused because um, I think that if they could, they would put a muzzle so I would not be able to speak. But I was able to speak. <laughs> I was able to challenge them. They threw me on the wall. And this is what the officer says, said, oh, are we going to have a trouble with you? I said, no, I have a trouble with you. You're lawbreakers, you're gangsters, you're Nazis. That's what you are. You're here representing the law, but you're lawbreakers. Yeah. In the name of the law, you have broken every law that there is. So they took us to, to court and the judge saw the situation and immediately he says, I'm ordering an immediate uh, release of the prisoners. Uh, let them out, right? So that's what the judge said. Good. However, they kept us seven hours more. Oh, and then I didn't know why. I said, the judge was very clear, we are to be released. Later on, the lawyer told me, and of course, we were not allowed to contact our lawyer. The lawyer for three days was trying to contact us. Not once we were told that the lawyer is looking to talk to you. So what happened was that the judge ordered our release. But my brother, my brother David, has a unique spelling just like me. Uh, is David, David with W, not with V. So that's yeah. his correct spelling. And the jailer said, no, that's not his correct spelling. It has to be with the V. We will not release the prisoners <laughs> for seven hours, even though the judge says that's his real name, yeah. release the prisoners. They would refuse. And when they were kicking us out, I think this is hilarious you know, under the circumstances, because when they were kicking us out, they yelled, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> so, so I think that was a payback time. I yes. think they, um, in, in all of this, I find a, a sense of humor because what enemy meant for evil, we have to, as Christians, understand what enemy meant for evil, God uses for his glory. Joseph, if Joseph would not go through 13 years of crazy ordeal, yeah. being arrested, uh, being sold as a slave, sold by his brothers, falsely accused, he would never be called a savior of nations yeah. but 13 years of a very hard ordeal elevated this guy oppositioned this guy to be you know able to save countless lives so i think what enemy meant for evil god is using including the arrest that's right for his glory for his purpose when i had to take a stand as a navy chaplain and they told me don't pray in jesus name we're going to punish you i demanded my own court martial 
I said, I will be punished. I will stand for Christ, uh, even if I lose my career. And I lost a million dollar pension, but I was later vindicated by Congress because so many Americans rose up and, and uh, voted differently and, and, and petitioned Congress. Congress changed the law. Is there any hope for Canada? Are the people going to rise up or is it too late? It's never too late. With God, it's never too late. I think that's why I'm here in America, because I believe that you guys are a different breed of people. You are fighters. You're patriots. You want to rise up. You want to stand up. Sometimes we're lacking leadership. So I'm hoping that I will be able to gather the biggest pride of lions known in yeah. the history of this world. Lions got to come together. Yeah. One lion can be defeated by many hyenas, but two lions According to the Word of God, it says one can do a thousand, but two can do ten thousand. There is such a power. In 1981, I saw the power of the unified people. In 1981, after many decades of oppression, Polish people finally said, wait a second, there's more of us than of them. There's 50,000 communists that are ruling over 36 million Poles. It's wow. time for us to rise up, and they did. Yeah. And I saw that with my own eyes. My message for Americans is rise up, stand up your lions, your eagles. Start flying above this craziness. You're, not, you're never meant to be chickens and turkeys, because if you're chickens and turkeys, you will end up on my grill. That's it. And I don't want to cook you. So you got to be the lions, and you got to be the eagles flying above. But in order to win, you have to unite. We have to come together. We have to push this evil away. Solidarity was the word of the day back in Poland in the day. We have just two minutes left and I want you to maybe, uh, somebody in the audience is saying, I don't know Jesus. Uh, what is the gospel and would you, would you pray with us? Today we need solidarity again, but more than just solidarity movement, we need solidarity with Jesus Christ, with God himself. Amen. God votes for you. He is on the corner cheering you up. How he did it? He did it on the cross. He died for your sins. He rose from the grave. He is saying to you, I am for you. I love you. I died for you. I proved to the whole world that I do love you. Not just words, but with deeds. And the only thing God really wants is, where art thou, Adam? He's calling us to come back to Him. He loves us so much. He wants to have a relationship with us, not a religion. Jesus never died for a religion. He never organized a, a religion. He died for a relationship. God the Father wants to have a relationship with His creation. Amen. He wants to say to you, come to me, your heavy burden. I'll give you peace. I'll give you rest. But what's more important, even right now in this time, he's going to give you freedom because the Bible says that when you come to Jesus Christ, you will be free indeed. People are hooked on drugs, alcohol, suicidal, depressed. They have no hope. God is hope. That's what happened on the cross. He restored freedom. He restored hope. And he says, it's for you if you're willing to take it. Amen. Would you uh, pray with our audience here? Father God, I thank you for everyone that is listening and watching this broadcast. I thank you, Father, for the opportunity. I'm humbled by it. I thank you that you have called me for such a time as this. And I pray that others that are listening and watching will be stirred in their hearts, in their spirits, in their souls, and they will rise up and say, here I am, Lord, use me as well. I want to be counted in a kingdom of the living God. I want to be part of this awakening, this revolution, this uh, solidarity movement with God for the purposes of the kingdom of God. I repent and I turn away from my wicked ways. I want to receive you as my Lord and Savior, Jesus. Come to my life, restore my life, give me hope, give me future, give me freedom. I want to serve you for the rest of my life. Give me the courage and the power, the boldness and the Holy Spirit that I can succeed in the army of the Lord. 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, with a humble heart, I come to you, God. Be my father, so I can be your daughter, so I can be your son. Amen. Amen. Our guest has been Pastor Artur Pawlowski. His website is streetchurch.ca. Our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. If you just prayed with that man on TV, call us right now. We have a toll-free prayer line at 866-Obey-God. It's free. Operators are standing by to pray with you. Call us right now at 866-Obey-God. We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now, 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.